with your palate cruisers. Welcome in everybody to a brand new episode of Audio Knots. I am your co-host Eric Oldboy, online with the Sith Lord, Mr. R-E-N. How is everybody today? How are you doing, my fine friend? <coughs> a little smoky. <laughs> it is smoky. Yeah. Holy smokes. Holy yeah. smokes, it's smoky here in Oregon. Uh, for those outside of Oregon, Oregon is a state under fire, uh, not unlike, say, like California. Uh, what's unusual about what's happening in Oregon is every single, every single portion of the state is on fire. Not just one big fire somewhere, like all over the place. Like every city is under danger. It's incredible. Right. Yeah, because we, we keep saying that you know, Oregon's the best. Oregon is the best, but not right now. Right now, Oregon it's pretty normally terrible. Is the best. Yeah, normally we are the best, excluding uh, apparently our. Are we have like a month and a half dry period, and we're right at the end of that because usually by the end of September, early October, it starts to rain, and we're okay. But it was literally the perfect storm where it had been two weeks of no rain, really, really dry. Everything had dried out big time, and this incredible windstorm kicked in with gusts up to like 80 miles per hour. And so the fires that started were just like just rushing around, catching everything, and they would, you know, embers would fly. They said miles and miles and miles and miles and so you end up with fires just like everywhere it's incredible yeah you know when um your your little echo is like flashing yeah it means that uh you have a notification yeah i I just learned that the other day i was like why is it flashing i haven't done anything but um oh you know it's bad when alexa is warning you that there's uh it's gonna be a hide wind alert oh damn and she was right yeah, I've, I've learned a lot of things that I didn't know about. Like I downloaded an EPA app for those who don't know, it's the air people and um, normal, your normal air particles per, I think it's like a, API your air particle index and your air particles are supposed to be between zero and 30. That's a healthy everyday living type situation. And you go to places like that are smoggy, like Los Angeles or Mexico city and you may get into like the 90s to the 120s. You know, like that's kind of uh, that's not bad. great for you. It's considered, <laughs> yeah, it's not great, right? It's called moderate. And then you move up into like the two, 300s, and then that's considered an unhealthy. Now, the index only goes to 600. Uh, two days ago, Oregon's uh, API was 599, which means uh, don't then go outside, you a-holes. Stay inside and try not to breathe. <laughs> yeah, at one point it was like, is that like maxed out? Was it like beyond? It's more than that. Yeah, and basically that that section, anything over like I think four fifty is considered hazardous to your health. Like you shouldn't be outside uh, breathing it in. And it's been uh, basically hazardous to our health since Monday, yeah. and today is Friday. So we've had a full week of it, and it sounds like we may get a, a reprieve uh, Tuesday, um, but it was some rain. But I mean, that's still that's another four days, you know, so we have at least at least four more days of hazardous uh, air that we get to breathe. And we're all going to sound like Darth Vader by the time it's done. Yeah. Is this a new, do they get get replaced by new dudes? (laughs) The next podcast will just be like, so we have enjoyed this air. (sighs) And they'll be like, what the hell happened? Well, 
if um, Audinets up there are, are watching us, you may notice that um, old Boyer got a new, a new mic. Got some new equipment. Yeah. yeah. So uh, it was recently my birthday. And for my birthday, uh, the people that love me bought me some, some nice new equipment. And so my mom got me this brand new Rode microphone. It's the, the podcaster. I feel like I sound better, but who knows how it'll actually yeah. turn out. Because, you know, the internet kind of screws with things. In my ears right now, it sounds amazing. I, I'm like, oh, Howard Stern over here just being all right. like, hey, this is uh, FM dial uh, soft oldies we're going to be listening to. That's what I feel like. I think that it's even calming my demeanor. My own voice is calming myself. And then my daughter got me a brand new light. So I've got some brand new lights. So if, I, if you look here, you see it's a ring oh, light now. Dang. I used to have kind of just a, a soft box that I used to actually steal from her. So now I got a ring light. Uh, it's pretty neat too. It's got this controller. You can turn it from uh, blue lights, like cool lighting to warm lights, kind of a more orange lighting. There's plenty of that warm light outside. Yeah. As it looks like, by the way, if you're not in Oregon, it literally looks like Mars outside. It's so orange and weird. Yeah, we're like permanent. But, uh, yeah, so new tone. equipment. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> everything looks like a bad Instagram filter. So uh, that's that's interesting. But did you say that your mom bought you that? Yeah, my mom got me oh. this microphone for my from a me day. Shout out to your mom. Yeah, thanks, mom. You're the best. So yeah, I got uh, I got a new stand or a microphone arm, I guess is what it is. And I'm still losing. I'm learning how to use this. So I'm there's a little light right here on the microphone that points towards the speaker. And I'm trying to be careful because I noticed because yeah, this is literally my first time using it, other than messing around with it. And, yeah. Know, for a minute before my like, doing that kind of thing that there's this green light and if i talk too loud it turns orange so it lets me know when i've gotten too close to it or if i've like raised my voice too much and so i could maybe back it up just a tiny bit because it's like rotten extra to my mouth so oh, nice uh we'll see how that works yeah but yeah it's very cool very cool equipment uh, uh the only thing i really need to work on now is i need a better environment to sit in because i sit in my garage i'm literally backed up against the garage door i can even touch it with my my fingers i don't have a a good quiet spot in my house right you need like your own little studio yeah so people need to keep listening so we can keep wanting to expand it's not like we're making any money from this just (laughs) the the more the the more people pay attention to us doing it it makes me want to like invest and have more fun with it so yeah tell your friends tell your your family everybody we're on all the streamers you know spotify apple Google, all that stuff. So you, the YouTubes, if you want to see how good looking we are. Um, yeah, definitely tune in and tell people. That's the key. Tune in and tell. I mean, this whole point, the whole point of doing this is to, you know, get um, people that we design for to get to know us on more like a personal base in a way, right? Exactly That's- right. And uh, it helps us uh, hopefully uh, get some more clientele. It says, well, those guys are kind of fun. I'll give them a shot and they can hear about us and visit our website, visualantidesign.com. Check out our work. And yeah, if we, if you want, we'll have, we'll happily like help push your item, you know, on, on the podcast. In fact, I've got one we can talk about. I recently finished one for a group called uh, Kratos Fitness and they have their own uh, fitness machine, which is really cool. It's called the Wave Trainer, and we did their logo, and uh, we're going to be working on a few other things for them, but 
I went into recently they had a photo shoot where they brought in a handful of models and they're all doing their workouts. And this thing is dope. Nice. It basically sets up in your house like a platform and it uses like a, a flywheel. So as hard as you pull against it, it pulls back. And uh, I, I believe it's just kratosfitness.com is their website. So uh, I'm not sure if it's up or if it goes live in next week or so, but everybody should jump on there. It's going to be quite the cool thing, especially since it's no bueno going to the gym right now. Uh, it's a great home fitness item. What a plug. What a yeah, plug. Right? See, and that's <laughs> you. You out there can have that same kind of plug if only you were hire visualantidesign.com. Yeah. See, I just like talking like this now because I feel I feel like I sound different. In the enterprise, sounds exactly the same to everybody else, but it sounds different to me. Yeah, we'll see what happens at posts. Yeah, exactly. So, anyways, let's uh, let's get more deeply into the show. Uh, what have you What have you been up to? What have you been watching? Have you been like? I know you've been doing fish stuff. Everybody, I know. I know we have listeners for a fact that are into your fish chronicles. So let's hear it. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, they're just been growing each day. I got a lot of like, um, questions cause people have been coming and getting some, like, how yeah. to do this, how to do that. So, I, uh, some people like took a few and they put them together as like a oh. school. I was like, yeah. well, they're in a school right now, but eventually they probably, need, need to be separated. Cause they're like, you know, yeah, fighting, they're, they're, they're fighting fish, beta fighting fish. Yeah. Cause right now they're all happy. But then once they get bigger, you need to separate them because then one day you might wake up and be like, hey, where's all my fish? <laughs> you only see one. <laughs> they turn into like little ninjas at a certain point and start killing each other. Yeah. Yeah. I have a few uh, local people that came over, you know, wanting to get one only. But uh, after seeing my, uh, my tank, they're like, yeah. I think I need to get like three more. <laughs> so, <laughs> it happens. Yeah. That's awesome. How many fish do you think you have left? Over a hundred? Uh, probably like fifty to eighty right now. Okay, so it's still yeah. a big chunk. Yeah, because I start one spawn was like you know, like two hundred, dude, and you know out of that there are some bad ones, so I kind of took them out and trying to you know make them better. Yeah. Now out of the good ones, the ones I've been like trying to give to people. So there's fifty to eighty good ones. Yeah. Holy, yeah, holy smokes! That's I think I don't know anything about raising beta fish or any of that stuff, but that sounds extremely successful to me. Yeah, my my first time breeding, I only did it to prove to myself that I could do it. Yeah, in your face, Ren, you did it. You know, and I did it. So you, you did it. So any listeners out there want a beta fish, you know, uh, DM us through the, one of the social medias, and he will uh, figure it out how to get you hooked up. Yeah, if we had an office, my desk would have one right there. <laughs> yeah, that's the next step, right? Like I said, now that we have the equipment, the next step is creating cool spaces where we could maybe ditch these virtual backgrounds and add like a bunch of cool stuff that we're like, yeah, look at how cool this is. It's like yeah. my son. So my son, uh, his birthday is actually tomorrow. Where our birthdays are super close. And for his birthday, he got a brand new gaming PC Ooh. from... Um, yeah, <laughs> from uh oh shoot, what is it called? Uh, something storm storm, that uh, storm front. No, yeah, no. no, she's she's she may be a Nazi. We'll talk about that later, but uh, yeah. So he got um digital storm. He got a brand new gaming PC from a company called Digital Storm, 
and this thing is so dope. Like I might just kick him out of his bedroom, go sit in there and do the uh, the podcast from there because I'd look like such a badass because he set up like a battle station. He basically yeah, yeah. ripped out all the crap out of his closet and he's got this this computer set in there and there's like all this lighting, all this junk going on. It looks super neat. So like I can set up like opposing, right? Something on the opposite side so you can see it. I'm not actually using it, but I look dope because it's in the background. That's what right. I'm going to do. That'd be a cool idea. Maybe we just just like take a picture of the battle station and use it as our virtual. <laughs> oh, look at and that. I've heard, so I watched, cause you know, this is the kind of dumb things I do with my free time. I watched this guy. I said, Hey, how to make, cause he was like a game streamer. And he's like, how to make your game streaming seem really cool. And it's exactly what he did. He took a photo of his room. Then he went to Photoshop and he made it look even cooler. He had all these lighting effects, all this stuff. And then he made it his virtual background. And so it still feels like he's in his room, but it's not really, you know, legit version of it. And I thought, what a, what a genius idea. Nice. Cause he's able to blur it out by oh, making yeah. it slightly blurry. It made him look way more in focused. And then everybody's like, damn, how come your, your video looks so good. And it's so, it's amazing how easily our eyeballs are tricked. You know, you, you blur out the background, something and all of a sudden, even though it's no more in focus than it was before, the thing you didn't blur out, seems like crazy HD sharp. You're like, Oh my God, it's 8k. Your room's always clean. How do you do it? I know. And it just, there's just junk everywhere otherwise. Yeah. So that's, that's the way to go. What else have you been doing? You been watching anything? Um, well, we can't even go out anymore, you know, cause the, the smoke. Yeah. We got the smoke. We got the COVID. We have the smoke being, or the COVID being carried by the smoke. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the world's clearly out to get us and it's saying, you know what, stay inside and watch TV. Well, you know, with all the COVID stuff happening, it was preparing us for the fire, you know, stay yeah. home. We already had masks. Have masks. Oh, we're just continuing doing this. Okay. You know? Yeah, we're ready. But uh, yeah, I've been watching shows. A lot, of, a lot of good shows are actually coming out. Um, I'm almost finished with your uh, Bounty Hunter show. Teen, I'm like, teenage Bounty Hunters? Yeah. And do and you think it's as good as I did? Oh, uh, it's okay. It got a little slow in the middle. Oh. Like oh, okay. it got, it got a little too serious. Like, like I said, they they um they spend some time developing it. So why it's still yeah. silly and it's got definitely a silly title. They're not afraid to kind of develop the characters a little bit. Yeah, it got to where like the problems that they're facing are like really, like um like real, real yeah, real problems. And then they're uh, doing that. I got to the part where um they're going to that that um. The ham place the shirt that i made for you oh that's right so yeah <laughs> once again we'll, we're one more plug since we've just been <laughs> plug plug crazy today uh our t Publix, wherever he puts them on the thing make sure to click on both uh ren and i made because from teenage bounty hunters at one point they end up visiting a really gross looking like rib place some sort of barbecue joint yeah and it's called <laughs> it's called hobo's ham and so I noticed that there was this t-shirt. I thought the t-shirt was actually kind of cool. It looked like something like ripped right out of like the 80s. And uh, so Hobo's Ham uh, t-shirt, I go, hey, man, because uh, Ren, you know, he should be bragging about his equipment. He got a brand new iPad Pro. And oh, like, man, yeah. This would be so easy to draw this on an iPad Pro. And so I convinced him it was a good idea and he drew it. So now both of us have it on our, uh, our TFO books. Wait, do you have it on yours yet? 
just just before this. So we got oh, a little nice. we got out of our real jobs, our, our nine to fives, if you will. Uh, we got let out early because of smoke. The building <laughs> we work in, while it's really a huge building, it just started to get a little hard to breathe. So they let everybody leave early today. And so I used my time wisely. I came home and I uploaded about 30 different new mask designs for yeah. Halloween. So for all the folks out there, I you know I need a mask for Halloween. Your, your buddy old boys got you. So uh, my T public has mask designs and the hobo ham one and a couple other ones that I thought of as I was you know chugging along. Well, my, my mistake when I was um, doing uploading and doing that shirt was I haven't seen yeah. the episode yet. Yeah. And I made my shirt a cream color, but yeah. in the show that dude was wearing like a white shirt. Oh, I made it cream too, because I think we were both working out the still I took. I took literally, so I tried to do a screenshot and what probably most people have learned if they don't know by now, if you try a screenshot, a lot of these different uh, internet providers or streaming services, they have some sort of block. So Netflix has a block. You you hit and try to take a picture of it while you're watching on your iPad or phone. It just comes up black. And I was yeah. getting really pissed off. I was watching it on my iPad. So I just pulled out my cell phone and I took a picture of the screen on my iPad. And I think that's where the color variation came. Mm. So I, I also, because I was looking at, I referenced that same picture when I posted it today. And I put it on a cream colored shirt too. <laughs> I think it looks good though in cream colored. So uh, it's okay. Yeah. You found the loophole. Yeah. Well, anybody can... Um, uh, when they order that shirt. So when everybody finishes listening to this podcast and goes and buys those shirts from us, you could choose whatever color you want. You don't have to pick the color we displayed yeah. it on. Yeah. So uh, any other shows? So you, Teenage Banner Hunters, quick, uh, one to 10 nuts. Where are you at? Right uh, about seven. Seven. And little, how many episodes are you into? I'm on the nine out of 10. So I'm okay. pretty close. So I'm, I'm interested to hear if, if it goes up a little bit because i thought i had a really strong season ending so i'm interested to see if that helps your score at all but seven's a seven's a nice score nothing wrong with that yeah i was trying to finish it it's my 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 work lunch show yeah and I, like i said we got home early today so i was trying to finish the whole season before this podcast but uh got busy doing things so i tried that's that's okay you got close you got close and you've been watching anything else uh, I've been continuing continuing to watch Lovecraft. Oh, okay, yeah. Then, me too. Well, I just caught up to the one episode, the the ghost episode, and then I I watch Raised by Wolves. Oh, nice. We're gonna talk about that. Yeah. What else? Oh, the boys, of course. Oh my god, we're definitely gonna talk about that. Um, and that thing that's the, all the shows I've been watching right now. Well, let's let's start there then because. Um, my, my uh, superhero pants are real tight and I don't know that I could wait too much longer before we talk about the boys. Like we, uh, we, we joked last episode that we'd have an entire all boys episode and I don't think we'll do that to the listeners, but yeah, I, I want to get into it because the boys, um, for me, I thought that it, it's, I've only seen the first three episodes cause that's all they've released so far, but I thought it was pretty strong. I didn't, I feel like they're building a new story. And oftentimes when you build a new story, you have to kind of get into that story. So we already know yeah. the characters, even though they've introduced a few new faces. Um, they're starting to build this kind of second season story and it's kind of building and building. And it seems almost like there's a little bit more of a serious tone, not quite as jokey, 
but there's still like some amazing moments of gore that's just oh, horrifically hilarious. Yeah. yeah. And I, I loved it. I loved it so much. So uh, as we review this, there might be some very minor spoilers. So if you haven't seen any of the boys season two and you're uh, geeked out to watch it and you don't want any spoilers, uh, just fast forward for you know a few minutes. Right. I think the, the interesting part about this season so far is that in season one, they establish the groups, right? that yeah. you know we we follow and then this season you kind of see that there's also issues within those two groups so they're having like their own problems yeah and cracks in their groups yeah and so it's really i want to see how it, it turns out yeah i agree because um we're starting to see a little bit of a break between uh huey and the butcher and, you yeah. know season one huey didn't really know the butcher and the butcher kind of introduced him to this whole superhero world and uh, he was i think kind of excited about the whole process and scared but now season two he's almost finally uh, grew a little hair on his sack and he's becoming his own man and yeah. he's he's realized that you know he was why he seems afraid he's kind of smart right and he's been obviously a problem solver he's been getting things done and the butcher has they've all started to realize that he's very focused solely on his own agenda and doesn't really really care about the rest of them right i mean it's he you kind of feel like the bush is just using them to his you know advantage and taking you know totally. taking advantage yeah, that's of exactly it right yeah he's he's totally using them but uh, yeah, there were a few standout moments. I thought the moment, uh, you know, people have probably even seen this in the trailer, but the when they take the cigarette boat and <laughs> drive straight into the whale, that oh, was yeah. that was that was fun and amazing. It's freaking uh, hilarious. <laughs> it was so funny because uh, what's his name, the deep, the yeah. deep was sitting there like feeling all tough and like good, and then he realizes they're not going to stop, and they've actually sped up. And he starts to be like, oh, no, no. Once again, he kills one of his sea-bearing friends you know, yeah. that he so badly wants to rescue. And he had a, another moment in the, store, or in the show where he was in the grocery store and he decides to try to save a lobster. And he has kind of a, a, almost like a redo of the dolphin fiasco where it doesn't go his way. ends up killing the thing instead of helping it. Yeah. I mean, the deep, his character, man, it's, he's very interesting. Like, he feels sad for all these animals that yeah. you can't catch and take for granted. You, you know. Well, they've almost made him where they like where you they've written him this season and at the end of the last season where you're almost supposed to feel sorry for him because right. they've made him almost sort of likable. But they had him do such a horrendous act at the beginning, in yeah. episode one, yeah, the very yeah. beginning, and it's like I, I can't shake it. It's like we still know what he did to um, Starlight. And it's just like, he's kind of a douchebag and it's kind of hard to let that go. Even though like, I can feel why he's like, he's, he's been lesser than he's kind of like the, the shitty superhero compared to the rest of them of the seven. He's like the dorkiest one. And so he, he's got like, almost like that little brother syndrome where he just wants to be as good as the rest of them, but he can't. Yeah. I mean, even like this episode, like episode two or three starlight yeah. still confronts him, you know, like, she hasn't shaken it off like us the viewers nor should she yeah, yeah. so it's yeah. like kind of like and then i keep saying that um the show is only as good as its villain yeah and man i love homelander dude <laughs> that guy is so cool homelander is is so cool because um 
he's both he, he he makes these jokes but he also makes you hate him so yeah. much yeah and you're like as a viewer because we're looking at him and we're saying well how are they ever going to defeat this guy he doesn't seem to that we know of just yet to have any vulnerabilities they tried to give us the fact that well at least superheroes have people that they care about and homelander last season we thought he cared about the the director of the seven but it turned out yeah. he didn't even care about her he killed her killed her himself Right. And so maybe it'll end up being his new superhero son that he cares about, but trying to find Homelander's weakness is going to be a real trick. Yeah. Like, man, is I hate him so much that I respect him. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I agree. And the best part is um, they've introduced a new character called Stormfront yeah. and Stormfront is actually p- played by an actress. I really like uh, her name is Aya Cash. And Aya Cash, uh, for those who may have ever watched the FXX TV show, You're the Worst, uh, was the star of that show. And if you've never seen it, by the way, You're the Worst is a fantastic, funny show. Uh, it is on Hulu. So uh, I would highly recommend, if you like how she acts in this show, to watch You're the Worst. It's a great show on Hulu. And it's, it's yes. a full uh, series uh, all the way through. Um, but yeah, so Aya Cash plays Stormfront and uh, Stormfront, you think at first she just has that kind of the whole girl power thing. Um, but then you start to realize as the three episodes chug along that she's just as evil as Homelander, maybe even worse. Yeah, you, you can almost see she, that she's not afraid of Homelander, you know, not in the slightest. Yeah, because you, you see that Homelander, Homelander thinks he's, you know, like God level. And right. yet Stormfront's like, I'm afraid of you. You know, like how powerful is she? Like, well, here, you want to hear some fun facts? Everybody's going to love this. So I do a little research. Oh, nice. Um, a co-worker of us turned me on to how amazing the Reddits are. Like I always knew Reddit was good, but I've never really dug into it. And these Reddit fools, they put some time into these theories. Yeah, dude. So uh, this Reddit user, uh, Reddit user Endless Morpheus, which is a great name. Good job, guy. What a plug. Um, has, yeah, yeah, right? Free plug, buddy. Yeah. Um, he, he, he suggested that Stormfront was actually born sometime in the 40s. He had some theories behind how he knew, because you know, we've noticed from most of them that they don't seem to age, right? So there's no reason to think that she's only recently been born at any certain time. So um, Vought himself was a Nazi scientist before he came to America. Yeah. And so he suggests that Stormfront is actually the very first a superhero that Vought put his serum in the compound V that he used it on her back in Nazi Germany. And so that she actually is in fact a Nazi that's uh, come from the very beginning. And so she actually may be just as powerful, if not more powerful than Homelander himself. Um, he goes on. I mean, there's this guy wrote a freaking book on all the reasoning, which like I said, a lot of it's really good. Um, but he says it's possible that Stormfront was one of the first soups to be injected with Vought's Compound V, a manufactured substance that gives them their powers. After all, Stan Egger made it clear that Frederick had conducted human experiments under the Nazi regime before leaving for the U.S. Right. The information all but confirms Vought's intentions for Compound V. The company's push for the Seven as part of the military implies that their intentions to build a superpowered army with perhaps Stormfront as the new leader. So, so I mean, there's interesting stuff. So are they are they gonna build it to where, um, 
the butch is like, all right, Homelander, let's team up this one time, you know? We That'd have a greater really enemy. <laughs> yeah, he maybe because Homelander is clearly Mr. America, or at least in his mind. He's a bad guy that does ter- terrible things. He's a great bad guy, like you said earlier. Yeah. At the same time, he is all American, right? Yeah. And so maybe if he learns about uh, Stormfront's past and what she may or may not be based on Reddit users' I- theories, right. um, that'd, that'd be kind of cool. So the, the showrunner, uh, Eric Kripke, uh, he he was adamant though that Stormfront is peddling nationalism and white supremacy ideology for a modern audi- audience, not necessarily Nazism, but I think that all comes together. It's all the same anymore, right? So uh, I think that uh, this guy's on to something. I think, and I think your theory uh, of the possible team up with the good guys with Homelander would be a really good twist to go against this new maybe super villain, right? Yeah, because you could see how bad she is at towards um, you know, that one scene where she was like killing innocent colored people, right? I was like, yeah, Dude. she was blowing through that building, chasing him, and she was just purposefully like injuring and killing the black folks. And it was like, yeah. what the heck? Like yeah. we hadn't seen that portion of her yet. Cause we were like, honestly, when it first started saying, Oh, this girl's she's lifting up starlight but with all of her woman power and not taking any bs from the guys and you realize oh there's a a much darker agenda floating around in her dome yeah see like i said shows only as good as it's villains this time Yeah, yeah yeah so uh that's our review on the boys so uh if i'm giving it a one to ten on the first three episodes of season three it's not i wouldn't consider it slow i'd consider it uh building into something because i i love the show so much i'd give it a solid eight and a half i'm gonna go oh. eight and a half but i'm assuming it'll get to that 10 by the end of the season oh yeah i'm i'm just 10 all the way dude you're already 10 yeah i love it i love it so if you're not watching the boys yet you need to get in on it don't don't wait um but while we're on amazon prime uh i've got some news Remember the other day, well, the other day, last podcast, yeah. we were talking about Kate McKinnon uh, joining uh, the, the uh, Joe Exotic oh, yeah. Tiger King series. I mean, you know, originally I had read that this was being produced by CBS Studios, so I just assumed it was going to be a CBS show. Well, On the Peacock? that's not the case at all. Yeah. Not, no, Peacock is NBC. You oh, see, you're, shoot. You're confusing yeah. CBS is just CBS. They're the ones that have the CBS streaming with like Big Brother and Survivor and all that garbage. But um, they're producing this Joe Exotic show. However, they're producing it for Amazon Prime, which is really nice. cool, which means there could be more swear words. It could be a little bit more uh, dirty. But yeah. you had said, and I remember this quite well, you were like, man, is Nick Cage still going to be tiger king we'd heard rumors that nick cage was going to be the tiger king joe exotic himself and i'm like well it hasn't been confirmed it hasn't been confirmed well guess what confirmed it's been confirmed let's go yeah so anybody who hasn't heard uh nick cage is in fact going to be joe exotic the tiger king alongside kate mckinnon who's playing uh what's her face the tiger lady carol baskin carol freaking baskins so, uh, yeah, something to look forward to on Amazon Prime. Remember when we were like, is she, is she going to dress up like a tiger and do that dance or something tigery? And then, and, yeah, she, yeah, turns out she is. It's the eye of the tiger, the thrill of the fight. Yeah, that's yeah. amazing. I couldn't believe it. 
Like, I don't know so, why I mean, she wants to be in like the puppet eye, dude. She's like, she loved. Yeah. They're all well. They're all attention whores, right? Yeah. And someone even said that if you go back and rewatch the documentary, someone along the line, one of the smaller interviewees that they talked to, mentioned that all the one thing that all those weird tiger people had in common is they were all attention whores, and they all like the attention. So this documentary is just giving them everything they've ever wanted, which is attention. So um, good on them, I guess. Dude, did you know that um, there's more tiger in captivity than tigers in the natural? I know, it's horrible. And the most tiger in, in one place is in Texas. So Texas has the most tigers. Than anywhere in the world? Yeah. God damn, that's terrible. That's, yeah. that's sad facts. Heard that on the sports channel. The more you know. <laughs> yeah. boop, boop, boop. So yeah, that's all I had for uh, Amazon Prime. Over on Hulu, I wanted to give a quick review because we talked about uh, wanting to see it. Or um, it was on one of our earlier podcasts, the TV show Woke. Oh um, yeah, yeah. So it finally came out, and I watched only the first episode so far. But it stars Lamore Morris, who is the um, Winston from New Girl. You finally got his name. <laughs> I know. I did it. I had to look it up. I have it written down for me. And so it's really pretty good i actually really enjoyed the first episode uh the basic idea is um winston plays keith knight and keith knight is actually based on a real person named keith knight uh keith knight is a cartoonist in real life so he's a real this is um semi-based on him obviously the more uh fictional parts of it are made up clearly but uh so keith knight writes a or draws a cartoon called the k chronicles which is a um, kind of a political satire. Well, in this version, Keith Knight, played by Winston, he's, he's, he's a young black man. He's loving life. His friends are mostly white other than one black friend. All of his fans are white fans. And he's never really had any kind of um, bad prejudice happen to him. And so he's kind of always like, yeah, that doesn't, you know, he doesn't think it's real almost. He's a black guy that doesn't really believe in black prejudice. Right. And it's kind of interesting, right? Because I'm sure there are people out there like, if you haven't had it happen, why why not? And uh, he has this traumatic event happen where he is, uh, gets mistaken on the street for a a mugger and these cops come and beat his ass and he's not the guy. Right. And he's just, his mind just like, it like, it like unscrews the bolts and he becomes completely frazzled and different doesn't understand like how this can happen and he's like then all of a sudden he's like i can't believe i've been ignoring this because it's never happened to me before which is a really good message for all of us because how many people like i could name 50 people in my real life that don't understand it because it's never happened to them because i've said it to my kids a thousand times empathy is not an easy skill and so i get it and so he has this event happen to him and all of a sudden his whole his whole mode of thinking changes and he goes from just being this guy that makes these cute little cartoons to being like a real serious kind of like black power guy and uh because his brain's kind of frazzled by the whole thing though and he's he's an illustrator that draws these kind of funny cartoons in the show it's called toast and butter is the name of his cartoon or his comic strip that he draws and so he starts seeing eyeballs and mouths on everything 
and it starts talking to him. So like right after it happens, he goes into a mini mart looking for some water and he walks past these 40 ounce bottles of beer and they start talking to him and they all have like funny voices of like famous comedians and they're like, Hey, you know, they start telling him stuff and then his pen starts talking to him. And then, so he keeps like seeing inanimate, inanimate objects come to life and talk to him. And it, it gets really funny as the show progresses and he starts to kind of like change his attitude about uh, the world and the environment he's living in. And it's just, it's, it's, it's smart and it's, and it's funny. Yeah. He's a, uh, he's getting woke. Yeah, exactly. It lives up to the name. So uh, I've only seen a single episode, but I saw, I would say that woke is a solid eight, eight nuts. It's wow. uh, it's a decent show. Everybody should give it at least a try and see if it's for them or not. But I liked it. And I honestly though, uh, I really like Lamorne Morris. He's a good actor with a weird name that I always call Winston otherwise, because that's who he is for me forever. Doesn't the show have that curly hair dude from Workaholics? It does. And I don't remember his real name. So yeah, the curly haired stoner guy from Workaholics. Blake, Blake yeah. Is that, is that, that's his real name in real life too, huh? I think that was it his is? name on Workaholics and in real life. So oh, uh, just yeah, like, Blake. Just like Adam. That's his real name too. All their names. All their yeah. names are their real names on Workaholics. Um, I think their last names had been changed just barely, but their first names were all real. But yeah, he's in it. He plays uh, one of um, uh, Keefe's two roommates. Okay. And so um, it's funny because the uh, the Blake character, he goes, I've, I've invented something, guys. I need you. House meeting, house meeting. I want to show you what I've invented. And they're like, what is it? He goes, what is everybody like? And they're like, what is everybody like? Energy drinks. He goes, what if you could have a white powdered energy drink from the coca plant anytime you want? And he pulls up this big bag of white powder. And they're like, bro, that's, that's cocaine. They're like, no, no, it's an energy drink. You just mix it in your drink and you drink it in energy. And it's, it's like clearly cocaine because he's like just wired out of his head. It's so funny. So he went from workaholics playing a, like a pothead stoner and he's like a total cokehead in this show. It's really, really amazing. Typecast. Typecast. So yeah, that's uh, my review of woke on Hulu. Is that uh, jumping over? Oh, go ahead. Is that a weekly show or is that all of it out? I, I think I think it's weekly. I think Hulu does the weekly bit. So there might be more than one, one episode out though right now. And they got to stop doing that weekly stuff, man. Just give it to us. Well, they, yeah, I know. But I've seen a lot of people complain about that kind of thing, but it's a clearly a marketing, marketing, marketing tactic to get you to talk about it for more than one week. Yeah. So you don't just binge it all and forget about it. It's funny how like I'm always talking about how I want to binge that show. But when it yeah. comes to it, my wife's always, always making fun of me. You can only watch two episodes and you get too tired. Like, Damn it, I'm gold. <laughs> Can't binge anymore. <laughs> Same here. I can only watch a couple episodes of stuff before I get too tired too. Yeah. Uh, jumping over to HBO Max, I thought we could give our review of Raised by Wolves. Um, that's a brand new show on HBO. And by the way, it's only on HBO Max for those of you who have just HBO because HBO Mac is still a bunch of uh, ass clowns, douche canoes, and you can only get it on limited streaming uh, devices. You can't get it on Roku, and you can't get it on Amazon Fire yet. Yeah. yeah. But I have the HBO. The HBO app is on the Roku, and so I watch a lot of my HBO programs because you can use the same login. But uh, that show was not on HBO. I had to like plug in my iPad to the TV so I could watch it. So just FYI. So but, you're you're saying that even though it's an HBO show you can't view all HBO show on HBO. Correct. It's an HBO. So as confusing as it is, it's an HBO max show, which means you can only watch it through the HBO max app. 
Whereas you can watch all the HBO shows through the HBO Max app as well. So it doesn't go both ways. So HBO Max definitely gets you more content. Unfortunately, the HBO Max app is not available on the Roku or Amazon Fire. Damn it, HBO. God damn it, HBO. It's a money thing. They're fighting over money. Anyways, uh, Raised by Wolves. Uh, It's about uh, androids that are sent from a dying planet to... uh, rehabilitate the human race on new planet uh two uh, androids mother and father are in charge of six infants and they're part of an atheist race they're sent by an atheist that doesn't believe in religion whereas there's another group that's coming much slower because there are more of them over a thousand they say at one point that is a heavy religious race which is i think the war was happening between the religion religious people and the atheists and that's why they kind of blew up the og planet and they're on their way to this new planet as well. And then uh, all hell breaks loose. Noah, what's your review on, uh, on Raised by Wolves? I am very, very intrigued by that show. That is the perfect term. It is super intriguing. In fact, if we're ready on a scale of one to intriguing, it's intriguing. <laughs> yeah, agreed. Yeah. Like um, for me, if you take um, Terminator and Aliens, and yeah. if they had a baby, <laughs> it'd be this show. Yeah, it'd be that show. It makes sense because Ridley Scott, uh, we mentioned, I think, when we talked about this coming out, is this is his first ever foray into television. He gave, he gave us the, the movie Alien and Aliens, yeah. and he's done a lot of amazing movies. And so, yeah, she the show very much feels like an Aliens type movie. But when you get to learn more about Mother, uh, you realize how much she is like a freaking Terminator. It's like, yeah. holy smokes. And the best part about you know, the show is they uh, uh, gave us a preview of what's to come again, you know, like yeah. in uh, Lovecraft. And yeah. in, like, in the episode, you know, they dig out like big ass bones or like monster bones or something like yeah. that. And the previews show that, you know, they're finally showing who or what has been on the planet that they're trying to, you know, make more people with. I was like, oh, damn. Let's go. Yeah, there's all sorts of weird alien creatures. And I think at one point during that episode, the, the kid says, what about the snakes? And they're like, they're extinct. And I yeah. think the hole that their ship crashing was like some sort of big-ass snake hole. It's like straight up dune. Yeah. And I think uh, when they first crashed onto it, it was a smaller hole, right? Was and it? They, and it, it got bigger? I think it was smaller. And now it got like freaking huge. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I would, uh, it's intriguing. So for yeah. me, I thought that uh, because they're, they're building the story and it's not afraid to be different and take its time. It, it was a little slow for me in some parts, but I have, I have hope that it's going to be really good. And I guess the whole thing is already out. I've only seen the first episode, but I looked online and people had reviews of the whole season. I Wait. don't know if that's true or not. Hold on. You're telling me I could, I could have finished it? You could have been binging that. Let's look. Yeah. While, while we talk, while we finish talking, I'll open up my HBO Max and I'll, app and I'll look. But um, yeah, so because when I went to look at it, I thought I would see reviews of episode one. Yeah. I was reading reviews of season one. It was from fans. It wasn't from like oh, critics. Critics, yeah. So it's like, what the heck? Well, it's, like the perfect go. example is when um, I showed my wife this, the trailer. I'm yeah. like, hey, um, Usually when we watch shows, I kind of like, hey, you want to watch this with me or am I on my own, you know? And she yeah. watched it. She's like, eh, I don't know. I'll, I'll give it one episode and see how I feel about it. 
and then after that episode, she was intrigued. <laughs> so yeah. Okay, so here's the deal. I have the news. You, you talked just long enough. It's perfect. Uh, the whole season is out. And you can watch it all right now. You could have been binging it. Uh, but it's only five episodes. What? So season one is completely out, and it's only five episodes. But yeah, these are long episodes. I felt like if it was an hour, it would may have been a little bit longer than an hour. So you're getting at least five to six hours of entertainment, which is like a really long-ass movie. So it is all available as we speak. Um, if I was going to give it a, a review or a rating uh, on just the first episode, it's definitely intriguing. I think that was the perfect term. I found it more interesting than a lot of things I've seen recently. See, I wouldn't necessarily call it smart, but it's got a lot of ideas. It looks visually amazing. The special effects are uh, top-notch. Right. Um, I'd give it a solid eight. I, I, I'd go with an eight. And it could go anywhere from there. Yeah. Depending on what happens here on out, it could go, it could take a hard fall or it could skyrocket. Yeah, we'll start with eight nuts right now. Yeah, eight nuts. That's a, I think it's a good place. So everybody should give uh, Raised by Wolves a shot if you have HBO Max. Um, the entire season is out, all five episodes. And it has oh, Ragnar from. Oh, that's Vikings. right. And it has. And the one thing I want, I almost forgot I wanted to mention about it is I like the fact that I only recognized one actor on that show. And I think with sci-fi, I really actually prefer, especially new sci-fi stuff, for yeah. them to use actors that aren't famous from other stuff because it helps me buy into the fantasy more. And so, yeah, I recognized the one dude from Vikings, but that was it. Everybody else, I didn't recognize them from anything, which I like personally. You know, you know um, Father? Yeah. He, I was like, this guy looks like if the black dude from um, Sex Education. Oh, I knew you were going to say that. If he grew I thought up. the same thing too. <laughs> yeah, like a grown version of him. They could totally be brothers. Yeah. They're so similar looking. I agree. Yeah. yeah I, I, that's, we're, we're two in tune. I had that exact thought because I kept thinking the whole time I was watching him, like, I feel like I know this guy. Yeah. And I, I'm like, wait, is he the guy from Sex Ed? And I looked up and I'm like, there's no way because the age isn't quite right. Right. And so yeah, but you're right. They could they they could totally be related. Yeah. And I was like very similar. Dan, did he get bigger and buffered or something? <laughs> yeah, and older. He's definitely a little older guy. So we're not being racist. Just No, not at all. These yeah. guys just very have very similar vibes. Yeah. Um over on Netflix. Netflix. Oh wait. Uh you know oh go ahead. Yeah. Lovecraft. Um Oh, yeah. Lovecraft. You, you, I know that you've uh, you've waned on it a little bit. Your your score has been falling. Yeah, I was really high on that, and I think they they use all their special effect money to use for um, Raised by Wolves. But um, I think if you're if you're planning to watch the show, wait until the whole thing's out, because like we said before, it's you know a couple stories into one big story, and by not knowing everything, you know, by waiting to. Your yeah. opinion on it might, you know, it changes. Like, it was really good, went down, went down, and then they might bring it back. You know, it's just, just wait. I, would. I straight up hated the ghost episode. Yeah. Um, so I'm hoping that I like the next one better because the ghost episode felt like straight up goosebumps. I'm like, what is this garbage? Yeah. Get out. <laughs> it's like, ugh. I did not like it. So. And then the next episode, it was like Indiana Jones, dude. <laughs> Well, maybe I'll like that. I love Indiana yeah. Jones. Yeah, they go on like a little adventure, like Night of the Museum adventure. 
Really? Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm like, I'm, I'm all in. So I'm gonna keep watching it. Whether I, I love it. Like every time we finish an episode, I look at the wife and I'm like, what do you think? She goes, eh, I'll watch another one. And that's yeah. kind of where we're at with the yeah. show. We're like, eh, we'll watch another one. Yeah. So if you haven't started it, I think just wait until the season is like done and then watch it as a whole and not like individual episodes. I think that's, that's a good call. Assuming the show gets better. So Okay, so now over to Netflix. Um, I've been watching, you know, I, I, since I finished the Teenage Bounty Hunters yeah. that I've convinced you to watch, and it's amazing. Um, I started into Cobra Kai. We mentioned last uh, episode how it had moved from YouTube TV over to Netflix. And I like it. I don't like it as much as I like Teenage Bounty Hunters, but I, I do like it. It has some extreme moments of cheesiness, like next-level cheesiness, but it also has a lot of really smart ideas it goes with it doesn't their main characters are uh, the karate kid and then you know johnny from the og the bad kid and they don't make him so bad you know he grew up like most adults do and he's not a complete douchebag but he's still kind of douchey and i really like how you don't when you're watching it you can't really tell who's supposed to be the bad guy who's the antagonist who's the right. protagonist i can't tell because both of them have moments where you think oh he's clearly the protagonist and others the antagonist and then vice versa and it's like I like that. So I actually finished season one and um, I just started the first episode of season two. I, I, I watched a whole bunch of episodes today while I was uploading mask designs. But <laughs> if you like karate, I would recommend this show. If you like the OG karate kid and, or if you just like kind of feel good karate fighting 80s style teenage movies, because nice. it's still, even though it's set in current time, uh, the Johnny character is still like he's one of those dudes that's stuck in the 80s with his butt rock and his old Camaro and all this stuff and there's some really good moments man you finished season one yeah I did yep and I, like I said I like it I would give it a solid six and a half so it's uh, better than middle of the road but I, I can see where a lot of people probably wouldn't be as into it but I like it so it's been entertaining me yeah I wonder why uh YouTube stopped producing it. I don't know. Maybe it wasn't getting the ratings or it must've got good enough ratings. Otherwise Netflix wouldn't have picked it up. Maybe it was just yeah. too costly. I don't know. Yeah. But what's surprising is the Johnny. I remember Johnny from the movie. It didn't seem like he was that good of an actor, but now as an adult, he's the better actor. He's way better than really? Ralph Macchio's karate kid. So nice. Because I think when this show first came out, um, YouTube was just starting their like, you know, YouTube originals yeah. and all the originals they had were like super cheesy, like, you know, yeah, handmade. Sure. Yeah. It'd be so funny if like, um, Barney makes a appearance from how much mother. Why in Cobra Kai? Yeah. Why? Because in, in, um, the last season of how much mother. Yeah. He was, uh, Ralph Manchu was his plus one to the wedding or something like that. I don't remember that. That's amazing. And they kept referencing like Karate Kid the whole time. <laughs> That's pretty funny. That's that. That is actually really funny. So yeah, Cobra Kai. If you're into the Karate Kid, you might like it. If you're not, you may not like it. But I, I like it. Um, Netflix, as we've mentioned before, is continually putting out more and more content. So um, yeah. they have a few that are both under the Netflix category and the tasty trailer category, but uh, they've got a brand new Adam Sandler movie. I'm assuming it's part of his package that he signed with them. Right. 
this movie uh, looks dorky as hell. It's probably going to be dumb as all get out, but it's giving me Waterboy vibes, like hardcore. So I'm almost hoping that he's going back to his old school, you know, yeah. stupid Adam Sandler type characters. Yeah. And I'm, I'm a little excited for it. It may be a mistake on my part to get excited for it. But Adam Sandler has a brand new Halloween movie called Hubie Halloween that premieres on October 7th. And uh, did you watch the trailer for this yet? I did. All right. Let's hear What do you think? Yeah. Like I said, it reminded me of like Waterboy mashed up with like Hocus Pocus in the way. Right. Yeah. 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 And it's got like some big actors in it. It's got uh, Kevin James, uh, Steve Buscemi, uh, Maya Rudolph. I mean, those are some great actors. I'm, yeah. That's pretty cool. You know, it's 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 basically Adam Sandler being like Adam Sandler at his finest. <laughs> it's like they said, if what would happen if we took a typical Adam Sandler Waterboy character and he's got a funny voice and everybody hates him and then he's yeah. just like, Arr! he gets mad really easily. And we made him go something go crazy on Halloween, but nobody believes it because he's always seems to be like the neighborhood complainer. Right. And so nobody's buying into the fact that he's stumbled onto, I think Steve Bushimi looks like he's some sort of demon, demon or possessed or something. And so uh, one bit that kind of got me was he has like a ther- thermos that he's connected up to his arm. Cause he's like in love oh, yeah. with his thermos yeah. and he starts using it like both a weapon and ways to like, like jump over things like a, almost like a bat, bat battering type thing. Yeah. And then, that was pretty funny. Hey, what's that? What's the modern family's mom's name again? I don't know her, the actress's real name, but yeah, the, it looks like he's the love interest maybe played by the modern family mom, the blonde haired lady. Yeah. I mean, it has a lot, like you said, a lot of people that you know. Yeah. Well, Adam Sandler does a really good job of getting his, his same comedians to always be in his, his movies. And he does a good job of getting other people to be involved. So it'll probably be dumb like every Adam Sandler movie ever made, but I'm hoping that it gives us those really old school you know, Waterboy, Happy Gilmore type yeah. vibes. Just give me like Rob Schneider at the end or something. <laughs> <laughs> you can do it. <laughs> That's all we need. Just yeah. one of those. And I love it. I'll be so disappointed. So uh, I want, they should, you know what they should do? Cause it's Halloween. They should have Rob Schneider dressed up like some sort of stranger, like 11. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he should be 11. Just walk around like a, in like a nightgown and a box of Egos in his hand. Yeah. But like, you can do it. It's like Adam Sandler's fighting off Steve Bushimi. <laughs> like if they and, don't work that bit into there somehow. And then Bushimi could be like smoking a joint while doing that too. Or something. He's <laughs> <laughs> so good. So good. Um, also on Netflix, more and more content. They've hired a comedian, Catherine Ryan, who is pretty funny, to play uh, a part in a brand new show called The Duchess. And The Duchess is, it looks like she's moved to like London. She's an American living in London. And uh, she's decided to have a, a second baby. She has one baby and she wants another a little kid and she wants to have a second baby with maybe her ex or somebody. She just decided for some reason she wants one, but she's a real like doesn't give an S about anything type person dealing with all these kind of posh British people. And it looks kind of amusing. Did you, did you happen to see that trailer? I did. I watched it. Does that one look like it would be you, you or your wife's speed? Uh, mostly my wife's speed. I don't know. Like I'm, I'm feeling like it, cause because that comedian, I've seen some of her stand-up, and she's really dirty. 
And I feel like that she's going to bring in almost that character of like the kind of over the top dirty American living yeah. in this posh British world with her kid that she just lets do whatever. And she like treats, she treats her child as if she's an equal, <laughs> which yeah. is always kind of a funny bit in itself. So I, I'm semi interested in the Duchess and it comes out today. That actually debuts today. So by the time everybody listens to this podcast, and if they're interested, they can go watch The Duchess and see if it's any good. Maybe if I watch any episodes and it turns out to be decent, I'll give a review next episode. Wait, it's a like a season series? I think so. I thought it was like a movie for, for some reason. Oh, well, it could be. Yeah. How many times have I thought one of these things is a TV show and it's a movie? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, man, I know it comes out today. It's a TV show and or movie. So I don't know for sure. but Keep us posted. Yeah, I'll have to let you know. Uh, over on Disney Plus, I'm super excited to hear your review of Mulan. Because uh, <laughs> I've heard I've heard your reviews offline. Yeah, I want to hear your I want to hear your <laughs> want to hear online review. I know. You told me that I should wait till it's free in December, but I wanted to hear more details because I also saw you tell everybody on Facebook that it was the most amazing thing ever and they should fight you. So, oh yeah, uh, I'm interested to hear what's the what's the story. Um. I don't know. I might get like torn apart. That's why I don't really okay. want to say it, but you know, <laughs> this is what we do, right? Yeah. I'm, I'm more like in the middle of that movie. Like some people will love it. Some right. people will hate it. Yeah. It's kind of like when they first uh, introduced us to Mulan, like saying we're going to make a live action Mulan. Right. Um, they gave us a, like synopsis of the story. Then we're like, where the hell is Mushu? Where the hell is you? Yeah. Shane. Do, you know? do we miss Mushu and them? And so um, I already went in there knowing that it's not going to be, you know, based on the, the animation. Because, you know, like every other um, live action has been like a, re- like a replica. Almost a shot for shot reproduction. Yeah. And this is like a whole new story. Like it's based on Mulan. Like they're like her short story or her ballad or something like that. Mm-hmm. So knowing that, I'm like, okay, I need to like just take the animation out. And they kind of just took parts of it, you know, make it in consistent you know they were yeah. like um and so and then when they showed you the trailer oh look this is like a you know old school chinese jumping really high fighting action movie you know yeah what was that movie back in the day tiger or something yeah all, like, like, cr- like crouching tiger hitting yeah, dragon, crouching you know? tiger that's the yeah. vibes i was getting yeah because we like oh let's go they're gonna fight and jump walls and sword fight yeah. it's so cool because they have all these like well-known chinese actors and actresses you know and so I think everybody went in there expecting that. And then it's kind of like, oh, wait, it's not like that at all. It's not like that? Yeah, it, it has this, like fight scene, but yeah. it's just very, very um, woman empowering movie. Okay. So if you, if you watch it, like very, like uh, you watch it for what it is and just really shallow, the movie is kind of like, eh. Right, but if you watch it as a whole, like you know, and the metaphors and the, how women struggle and all that stuff, it's actually really, really powerful. You know, a lot of moments in there. Like for example, there's one moment where she's like doing all her chi stuff. Like, oh, look, she's she's so like unique and you know, her her own and different. And her dad, like you know, smiles and her dad's proud, right? But then he's so afraid of people, you know, uh, looking down on him for. Uh, looking looking up on his daughter that he has to like you, you need to you know tone yourself down and know your role 
right. as as a woman. That way, I could like save my face and look good amongst the people, sort of thing, you know. And I and, and like for example, in my culture, um, it 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 it's very similar to my culture too. You know, like a lot of elders are like that. Like we need to, you know, do good so my reputation will be good amongst the people, sort of oh, thing. So, right. So like, so like a lot of metaphors and stuff like that. But if you're just watching it for for what it is, it's kind of like over the head. So what would your final review be on a scale of one to 10? Um, it's probably like six for me. So a six for the overall movie, what would your scale be on humor? Is there any humor like the cartoon? Oh, no, dude. Like the cartoon. No, way they, they took all the humor out. Okay. Yeah. On a scale of action, what would your, what would your review be solely based on action? Uh, action is a little more like a four. <laughs> Okay, but your scale on woman empowerment and like a good story would be? Yeah, that's like an eight. Okay, all right. Yeah. I think I'm getting an idea of what it is now. Yeah, it's just like a lot of complaints about the movie. It's a lot of dudes complaining because they're like, there's Jet Li in there. There's Donnie Yen. Where's all the fight? You know, we want like right. old school Chinese sword fighting, you know, stuff like that. But then right. um, that's like, not the kind of movie it's meant to be. Yeah, and they're like, um, those side characters, they're they're useless, you know. They why are they there? They don't develop them, you know. Like they're there for what they're the purpose is and this is a Mulan story, and this is about, you know, how a woman is, you know, grows up and be, you know. That's what's throwing them off because how many movies and TV shows that we watch where the women are just there to provide uh, stuff for the main male character to move forward. They don't, yeah. you know, give us any extra content. And so yeah. when it's the opposing or the opposite way, people are like, "What the heck? I don't understand." Yeah. yeah. So that's a, you know, I like us being like, you know, I guess art majors or whatever. You know, we kind of like mm-hmm. think, see it differently. And, it, yeah. and don't get me wrong, the movie is shot like really, really like like cinematography is really good too. Yeah, I mean that's the one thing I could see from the trailer is it looks beautiful. Yeah. So like. The people that hate it are just nitpicking the, the like the, the actual like the really shallow nitpicking like they can't speak English correctly stuff like that like no like lame. come on like that what what dude she's Chinese to being with you know <laughs> yeah well you know maybe it's really a matter of uh, managing your expectations and what you think the movie's gonna be to go in based on how you're, how well you're gonna like it or not like it yeah like you know people are still saying where's Mushu it's like Dude, we, you we should know, know for a long time. Yeah, yeah. There's no Mushu. You have to, why are you still complaining after you watch the movie, you know? Right. But like, you know, we said before, uh, if you hate it, if you love it, in the end, who wins, you know? Disney wins. They already got you to see it. Like, yeah. I'm curious. I should have looked up before we talked because I'm curious how much money they've made on the VOD portion of it so far because right. I have no idea. Oh, what's cool is um, I, uh, IG uh, actor in that in that movie, mm-hmm. and then he like replied to me. I was like, oh shit! Really? <laughs> Verified everything. Let's go. Nice. Yeah. There you go. You're famous. Yeah, I know somebody famous now. That, cool. That's awesome. That but yeah, that that's my hot take. It's nice. Good review. I like it. Yeah. So uh, also on Disney Plus, I only had one other thing. I the brand new uh, some new news broke about the Obi Wan Kenobi series. And they verified that it is, in fact, happening for all of our Star Wars bros out there. By the way, I'm working on a Star Wars bro 
a sounder that we're gonna play, which would be something like bro, 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 bro. But I'm gonna make it way cool. Just wait. But anyways, the Obi Wan Kenobi is going to be a limited series. They said between ten and twelve episodes, and that's it. There's not gonna be a season two. They're not planning it to be anything more than those few episodes. And it's going to tell the whole story and fill in the gaps that they want to fill in. And hopefully, though, it will maybe open uh, roads to some other characters getting their own limited series. Because I think that's kind of a cool idea. So they're doing like a, a Watchmen sort of thing. This is it. One season. This is it. That's all you get. But at least we know ahead of time. So you're not like crying about it. Like, I want more Obi-Wan. Yeah. No, there's going to be people complaining. Like, Mushu. Yeah. <laughs> Spoiler alert, Obi-Wan gets chopped in half by Darth Vader. Okay, moving on. No. Uh, I know. I only had one other quick TV tidbit before we take a quick break. Uh, I I don't know if you ever watched the TV show Mom. It stars Anna Faris, former wife of Chris Pratt. Uh, She just all of a sudden randomly quit the TV show Mom. And she was, she's mom. She's the mom on mom. And so but they've already, before she quit, they'd re-signed the show up for two more seasons. So they're just beginning to shoot season eight. And she quit four days before production started. Uh, I guess she's having some maybe emotional issues on the side, whatever. But So the TV show Mom will no longer star Anna Faris. They're just going to continue with the other women they've kind of featured on it. That show's still pretty funny. I, I actually watch it with my wife and it's still pretty funny. Wait, wait there's eight seasons of that? Yeah, this season will be the eighth season, and Damn. they've already signed it up for a ninth season, assuming they still follow through with that ninth season now that Anna Ferris has quit. Because Allison Janey is the mom of the mom, and right. she's honestly the funniest one. So as long as she's still on it, I think people will still watch it. And Jamie Lee Presley is on it, so they've got some good actresses. They're just going to be like, mom is also known as grandma. <laughs> <laughs> it'll make a sequel and just call it grandma well, yeah. the funniest thing about this show is we've been watching it from the beginning and it started off with uh the anna ferris character is a single mom with two kids and then her her drunken mom who's horrible to her when she was a kid randomly shows back up again but as the seasons progressed they got rid of the kids and the kids have been gone forever like really they just wrote them off the show yeah the show is called mom but their kids aren't even on the show anymore <laughs> they haven't been for seasons and they made it into more like a, a the four ladies just kind of hanging out because they started to build like friends through their different AA group over time. And that's what the show, the show could have been called AA and would have made more sense. Mm. So. Wait, are the kids like, like kid kids? Well, though, so there was an older daughter that they had um, graduate high school and move oh, about yeah. and like do, do her own thing. So that's how they wrote her out. The son was like 12 and they had him moving with his dad and they just never talked about him again. This is the weirdest thing. So crazy. Worst mom. It should be called worst mom. Maybe that's yeah. the problem with it. But the show is still kind of funny. Even so, they've for how many weird changes, like the premise of the show has changed drastically from season to season. They managed to keep it kind of funny. And then it's going to change again, huh? Yeah, and then they're changing it again. Huh. So uh, on the flip side of the break, we're going to do a couple tasty trailers. I mean, the big Dune trailer came out. I want to kind of talk about that. I uh, got a new TV show on AMC and then Vince Vaughn is getting into the horror films. We're going to hit on that. And then I've only got uh, a few new jacuzzi stories. Uh, Jelly Belly is running a Willy Wonka style contest that we all should be entering. Uh, we have to, we have to talk about the new Xbox. And then let me ask you this. Would you love to see a pr- new RoboCop movie? 
what if it didn't star RoboCop? Would you still be interested? <laughs> and uh, last but not least, I have some amazing uh, Thor news that's going to like make your Marvel pants extremely tight. Uh, so we will see you on the flip side. Need affordable graphic design? VisualAntiDesign.com should be your first stop. High quality work at low, low prices. Perfect for every need from corporate to personal. Visit VisualAntiDesign.com now and request your free quote. And for a limited time, mention Audio Knots for 10% off your first project. And we're back. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, I want to start off with the tasty trailers. The tasty trailers. Yum, 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 yum. Uh, the first one we got to talk about was the big trailer that came out for the movie Dune based on the 1984 original Dune. Um, it looks, you know, just to start off with, uh, I was never a huge fan of the OG Dune. When I was a kid, I was told that it's just like Star Wars. And I was like the biggest Star Wars nerd that ever lived. And so I went in thinking, Star Wars, Star Wars, Star Wars. And I hated it. I did not like it. And I don't know that it even performed that well. But supposedly the books are amazing. And so everybody's like, oh, I wish they would just do Dune its justice. And so I wasn't real all that excited about this trailer until I saw it. And the trailer looks really good. Um, what are your thoughts, Ren? Dune, 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 Dune. Uh, <laughs> nice. It it was a really good trailer. Uh, unlike you, I have no knowledge of Dune because I guess I'm a little younger, or you know, yeah, high, you're but, a little bit younger. Um, so I'm I'm gonna go in it not knowing like the background. That way, it's like a fresh, like a fresh movie. So you don't want to watch the OG Dune to have something to compare it to. No, I'm, I don't know. It might ruin it for me. It might be better for me, but I'm just going to go in. This is my Dune. Okay, that's but, that's fair. But if yeah. anybody wants to watch the OG Dune, I looked it up and it is on HBO Max. So if anyone oh, nice. wants to see it, it's there. Yeah, the trailer was really like, looks really good. I feel like t- for me, it was it's a sci-fi show that's a little too serious. Yeah. It's, it's made to like win awards. So I'm yeah, hoping. Maybe. Yeah, I'm hoping that. Uh, it's it's the, not a lot of politics that goes into it and right. just be more like, you know, sci-fi, you know, I don't know. Yeah, me too. Well, the special effects look amazing. The acting looks really good. It's got yeah. Timothy, is it Chamal? 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 I always want to do it like Michael Jackson. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I can't I can never <laughs> say it. Anyways, Timothy Chipotle. Chamal. Like that. Anyways, that made my light turn orange. Uh, so the actors are all pretty good. You know, I'm pretty sure, and I may be completely wrong because I've missaid who people are in certain movies, but I think that um, Captain Picard, uh, what's that guy's name? Luke Jean, whatever his name is, Picard, the actor that plays him. I think oh. he was uh, in the OG Dune. Gosh, I wish I remember his name. Anyways, uh, he was, I think, in the original Dune. Tell us so, his dude, name. Dude. I know his name. Patrick Stewart. Oh, you did it. Didn't have to look. Yeah, he's got to let the brain relax. So uh, yeah, I think that Patrick Stewart was in the original Dune. Um, that's one of the few things I kind of remember about it. But someone, some genius on the interwebs, I uh, did a. Uh, they took the new trailer and they took all the bits from the OG movie and made a trailer out of it that matched it, and then they put them side by side. And uh, what's pretty neat about it is the shots in the new trailer are almost shot for shot 
from the OG movie. So they've kept uh, a lot of the same stuff, but it looks way better. I'm sure that it's done much better than the original. It's like the upgraded version. Yeah, much, much upgraded, much needed upgrade. So it's not um, like a my, sequel or prequel. It's like a, a whole new like remake, right? Yeah, it's a, it's a remake of the original Dune. And then I think that they're hoping that if this one hits, because like I said, the original stories, the books have been so popular that I think that the entertainment industry has thought for a long time, if they could get it right, this could be a huge franchise. Yeah. I mean, it's like, has a, a lot that it's a lot of like actors and actresses that we know in there too. So it's like star field. Yeah, that's absolutely right. Yeah. So uh, yeah, Dune, I think it comes out at the end of the year, assuming things are normal, but who knows? Yeah, things keep changing. I did see that wonder woman 84 was delayed again. Uh, until Christmas. So um, the way things are going, Dune, you know what might happen is even if they originally wanted to put Dune out at Christmas time and then all the crap that was supposed to come out during the summer gets pushed into Christmas time, they may push those movies. Uh, not because of COVID, just because they, there are going to be too many movies, good yeah. movies coming out at the same time. Just, just do what Mulan did, man. Just give it to us on your service. The movie looked like it cost a zillion dollars. There's no way they're giving it to yeah. us. <laughs> so. Uh, my next trailer is actually a TV show called Soulmates on AMC. And the reason this one made my list is because it looked kind of interesting. Uh, I wrote down underneath on my show list, I wrote down sci-fi thinker. And oh, yeah. the, the idea of it is it is only six episodes. And by the way, this is they're calling it a AMC does this thing where they make uh, almost like the Kenobi thing. They're limited series. So this is a limited series. It's a one season type thing. So it's almost more like a movie that they've broken down into a TV show. But the concept of soulmates is they live far enough into the future where you could take some sort of like brain test that will show you who your soulmate is and you could live happily ever after. But obviously because this is sci-fi and if you, if you watch and you get any kind of Black Mirror vibes, it's because it's by the producers who make Black Mirror and Stranger yeah. Things. Yeah. And that's, that also kind of caught me a little bit. That's like, well, that's, that's a pretty good pedigree. Um, but it looks like things go as in all good sci-fi go a little awry and things start messing with her to some bit as she's trying to find out who her, her soulmate is. And I noticed the kid from Stranger Things was in it. And there's a couple other actors I noticed. Did you see that trailer at all? I did what do you think? Is that something you will invest time in or does it look like it's not your speed? I might watch that one. Black Mirror, basically. Like six stories, yeah. six episodes yeah. from the producers of Black Mirror. Yeah, so Black Mirror. I'll give it at least the first episode a shot and see if it's something I like. AMC's been doing a lot of things like that where they put out these really smart shows and some, some are winners and some are just too boring. Like they've had that other one that had the dude from How I Met Your Mother. I can't remember the name of it. And I got an episode and a half into that and I got too bored with it and I quit watching it where they were like running around figuring out some sort of like weird puzzly thing. Jason Siegel? Yeah, the Jason Siegel one. Did you ever watch that? No. Yeah. No. It didn't hold my interest. Yeah, I bet you that that, that show is going to be, it's going to be like a virtual thing where... They oh, scan yeah. you and then you live yourself in like a virtual thing that's perfect. And then somehow she's like a glitch to where she could like actually like wait, this is not real, you know, certainly. She's gonna straight up matrix it. Yeah. I like that idea. So I'm interested to see how it well, I'm interested to give at least one episode. 
Yeah. So that's Soulmates on AMC, and that premieres October 5th. And then my last Tasty trailer, I, I'm not ashamed. No, I'm ashamed. I'm not ashamed. No, I'm ashamed. I'm a little ashamed to admit that I want to see this movie. Um, it's brought to us by uh um is it considered is it called blumhouse or bloomhouse i've never been i've always called it bloomhouse because that sounds right to me but when you look at the spelling it's b-u-l-m there's no e so is it blumhouse or bloomhouse you do I, you know i've always called blumhouse too you call it I mean, bloomhouse. blumhouse no blumhouse <laughs> I mean, now you've said blumhouse <laughs> yeah. i mean that could be right anyways it's one of these bloom blumhouse movies you know because they've been making like tons of uh like silly kind of horror type films and their most famous one is uh what's that one that they're most famous for happy death day half that happy death day one and two. Oh yeah um which was stupidly amazing i liked yeah. I, i'm not afraid to admit i like happy death day it wasn't that bad <laughs> yeah so their newest movie is called freaky and freaky stars vince vaughn which is a big yeah. name so that's kind of cool it comes out november 13th uh, in theaters supposedly but uh freaky is almost like the name suggests it's like a freaky friday yeah. so they've taken the concept of freaky friday where you know people change bodies the good old body change type shows and but this time in quite an amusing thought that i never would have even considered there's this serial strangler killer guy vince vaughn who's running around killing high schoolers like all good 1980s horror movies but something happens when he catches this high school girl and goes to kill her. They end up switching bodies, and the girl ends up inside of him, and he ends up inside the girl. So he goes as her, and everybody still thinks she's her, and he starts killing people as her, and she has to try to convince everybody that she's not the strangler guy. Yeah. <laughs> and the concept looks really kind of fun. And they have, like, I only, you only see a bit of it, but they have this sassy, this sassy gay guy that's super hilarious that doesn't want any part of being part of this, like, horror movie that I thought was really funny. So I, 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 I'm, I'm down for freaky. I'm down to yeah. get freaky. Yeah. There's like, I'm gay. And the other ones are, I'm black. We're, we're going to be the first to die. But they're like the main <laughs> characters. <laughs> it's, it's the, the one thing that they do really well with these movies is they're well, they're very aware of how stupid the concept is and they play yeah. with it. And I'm, yeah. I'm always been a fan of that. Like if you're going to take a done concept, own it, like yeah. really own what it is. And so I'm kind of I'm kind of down to watch Freaky. Plus, it's got Vince Vaughn in it, and Vince Vaughn's awesome. Vince Vaughn as a teenage girl. <laughs> and what? then you see him playing like, no, it's me, guys. And it's Vince Vaughn trying to kind of <laughs> he, he starts like doing like dance. this raw raw thing. Remember our our cheerleader thing? Isn't he doing it? It was so yeah. funny. I've never so everybody Vince jump Vaughn out, like and then you, you need to watch the Freaky trailer at the very minimum. Decide if you're going to waste time on this thing. I'm just disappointed that it's going to be in theaters. A lot. For sure, it's going to be on like a Netflix or something. Or on Hulu. Hulu yeah. has a deal with Bloomhouse, Blumhouse, whatever the hell they're called. Yeah. So, uh, it probably will be shorter, sooner than later in today's day and age with a movie like that. So, uh, yeah, freaky. Everybody get on, the, get on that freaky train. No shame. Um, yeah, it's, I think it's time to dip our toes in the new jacuzzi. My first story is straight up Willy Wonka. And I don't know if you've seen this in the news at all, but I actually did a little research right before we jumped online. And this, this story has actually progressed and gotten even better. So the original story is um, this dude who used to, um, and I, I emphasize the word used to, uh, uh, run Jelly Belly. He's the, the former founder of Jelly Belly Candies. And so this Jelly Belly guy, 
he decided he owns a new company, but he keeps promoting this contest he's running as the founder of Jelly Belly. So all the news picked it up as um, this the Jelly Belly contest. But the contest is he's hiding like these golden tickets, straight up Willy Wonka style, around the world. And you have to pay to enter this contest. Only a thousand people are allowed to enter, and it's forty nine ninety five a piece. And along the way, you win up to five thousand dollars in prizes and a key to the candy factory, is what it says. So Willy Wonka. Yeah, it's, it's right straight. This guy like let's let's make Willy Wonka real. But here's what happened: is just yesterday, because everybody the news had picked this up because of how amazing this story sounds, and they already sold out of all 1,000 tickets to play this game. Um, that everybody thought they were going to win it to get to own a Jelly Belly factory. Well, Jelly Belly, the corporation, Jelly Belly Incorporated came out today and said, hey, man, this guy doesn't work for us. <laughs> we own the name Jelly Belly. Because of consumer confusion, we need to make sure everybody understands he used to own Jelly Belly a bajillion years ago before we bought it in like the 80s. He now runs some other dorky company called something something candy. And everybody needs to be aware that this is not a Jelly Belly contest. And so a lot of people jumped online and they're saying that this guy's trying to scam people. And he's trying to claim it's not a scam. It just, his, he's, he's a marketing guy. And his marketing technique was to make sure to use the name that people recognize because nobody recognizes his company's name. And that he was, in fact, the original founder of Jelly Belly, even though they're not affiliated with this contest. Yeah, technically he's correct. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah, and so it says that according to the press release, there will be a treasure hunt in each state, each state, uh, during the contest with one winner in each state finding a golden ticket worth $5,000. Each of the winners will be eligible for the ultimate treasure, which includes an all-expense-paid trip and education to a candy-making university. So that's the other thing they changed. So when he originally said you get the keys to the candy factory, he means simply that he's going to let you in. He's going to teach you how to make candy for the day. That's the ultimate prize. So like when you win the five grand, you're already ahead of the game, right? That's, that's the good prize. After that, you just get to go to hang out with whatever this guy's company is called and learn how to make candy. It's like, oh my God, that's lame. It's not his basement, right? <laughs> Turns out it's Vince Vaughn. <laughs> he's been switched with somebody else. So I just thought it was the strangest story because – Everybody, I mean, you got to give them credit because it was a, a very good marketing ploy and everybody got so excited when they thought they were giving away a Jelly Belly candy factory. Yeah. Scam. Scam. It, scam it does alert. sound like a scam, huh? Yeah. I mean, would you have not have, like, if you could win a Jelly Belly factory, what would be the first thing you would do? I don't know, man. <laughs> have you ever, let me ask you this. Have you ever been on a tour to a Jelly Belly? No, because remember... We were supposed to go to one, right? That probably. I mean, there's one in San Francisco or somewhere over there. Yeah, remember we're or like one of the trade shows that we're we were going. We we're supposed to yeah go go do one, but we ran out of time. Yeah, I've been so I've been to the Jelly Belly factory and it's fun, but like I don't know what I would do with a Jelly Belly either. Yeah. But maybe I'd make a new like disgusting flavor, you know, because they got like the poop flavored ones and the booger flavored ones now. Oh yeah, something like that. Like those uh mustard beard. Yeah. Mustard candy. Anus, anus flavored jelly beans. <laughs> Anal jelly beads. That's what I would do if I owned a jelly belly factory. You could use them and eat them. It's a double win. So my next story has to deal with the fact that Xbox 
decided to, you know, Sony's like, look at us, we're going to have a new PlayStation Xbox. It's like, I ain't saying nothing. And they're all suddenly like, psych, new Xboxes. So they've jumped ahead of Sony with their information. So uh, the Xbox, Microsoft is releasing the Xbox Series X and the Xbox Series S. And uh, they gave us dates. November 10th, I think, is what they said they were yeah. going to come out. Is that correct? But what's amazing is the S, which is the smaller model, is only going to be $299. Very affordable. That kind of gets everybody into the Xbox entry. And then the better one, uh, the X, is going to be $499. Um, and they're selling them also where you could do a 24-month that ends up including their game, Xbox Game Pass, but it goes up way more because they're not giving you that Game Pass. You're paying for both uh, in combination, but it has over 100 games that you'll automatically be able to download. And it looks pretty cool. I was, it says um, the Xbox S uh, ships with one terabyte of solid state in, uh, drive inside of it. Uh, you can also buy a customized one terabyte expansion card slot if you need to. Uh, you can also opt for a USB 3.2 HDD with expansion cards. I mean, these things are, they're basically PCs. Like when you look yeah. at them, they look like PCs. They're building them like PCs. And like I said, at the beginning of the podcast, my son just recently got a gaming PC and this is what it is. This is they're, they're totally, they're moving the, the, the gaming PC and the at home console are merging as we speak. And you're going to get one, right? Well, I wouldn't doubt that we get one. I can't imagine because uh, Boy Danger is a huge Xbox fan. I know that you're more of a PlayStation fan. Yeah, my headphones are a PlayStation. Yeah, <laughs> I know that. I know for a fact he's going to be all over this. the The Xbox X is kind of interesting looking. It literally looks like a a speaker that you would hang like on the wall in like a middle school somewhere and be like, uh, "Mr. Uh, Ren, uh, your mother's here to pick you up with your fresh new pants," you know, something like that. So. Uh, that's what it looks like. But they, the big difference between the two, between the X and the S, um, they're both running an eight-core AMD on their CPU, but the GPU power, uh, the X has 12.15 teraflops, where the S only has four. Only four flops. How dare you? I want all my teraflops. The, um, the RAM is a little bit more on the X. It's got 16 gigabytes versus the 10 max on the S. Um, the storage is bigger on the X where it comes standard with the one terabyte versus the 512 uh, gigabytes. Um, the expandable storage looks like it's the same. The backwards compatibility is the same, but a big one for a lot of the moms and dads out there, they're going to buy this for the kids for Christmas. The Xbox X comes with a 4k UHD Blu-ray, whereas the S only comes digital only. There's no slots. You can't plug anything into it. So you can't, when they talk about backwards compatibility, you're not plugging in your old games that way. So online. So yeah, yeah. Parents need to be aware. Uh, otherwise they're fairly similar. Uh, they'll probably both work good at first, but I've always been a man of get the best one because it'll last longer. It may cost you a little bit more up front, but it'll definitely last longer in the world of video games. So the, the S is only like a upgrade to what we have now, right? Well, it looks different, but I think, yeah, I think it's pretty similar to the last version of the Xbox. Right. Because it's not like a completely new console like the X is. Yeah. Um, like I said, if you're going to invest in that kind of money, 499 is actually very affordable for a brand new video game console. 
excuse me. Because I mean, they were talking early in the thing that the PlayStation could be up to seven ninety nine, but there's no way they can do that now. Yeah. And that's when the gamers like you are really going to win because I know you're like we said you're more of a PS five PS you know PlayStation guy. Yeah. Um, there's no way they can come in at that seven ninety nine price. So you're going to get that four nine. But when it shock me in the slightest if in the next couple of days we get the play, hot PlayStation news that says it's going to be four ninety eight. <laughs> you know because they're yeah they're not idiots you know they want they don't want to lose those dollars to anybody else so uh, everybody wins this christmas is going to be a christmas of video game consoles so uh all the parents out there you know start saving your pennies now because i guarantee you the kids are going to want these things yeah plus no one's going anywhere nowadays yeah there's never been a better time to have a sweet ass console at home so that's Come something on. i look forward to freaking metaverse let's go yeah, let's need, let's go. We need to go in there. It's too crazy out here in real life. Yeah, I agreed. Um, uh, speaking of crazy, RoboCop. So I was all excited because the headline was RoboCop prequel green lit. I'm like, yes. And let me ask you before I t- tell everybody what's happening here. Have you ever seen the OG RoboCop movies or the remake? Uh, I've seen them all. Oh, nice. Yeah. Did you like them? Do you like RoboCop? Um, the old ones, when I was smaller, I liked them. I remember yeah. being super scared of the one that go, the big robot. Oh yeah. The, the one that almost looked like it was from star Wars. Like walk yeah. on the two legs. And like, yeah. yeah. I was yeah. like super scared of that one for some reason. The, the new one, I didn't really like it as much. Yeah. Yeah. Remakes are usually aren't as good. Yeah. So this new RoboCop uh, film is going to be a prequel, and it's focusing on the the villain. So it's featuring the villain Dick Jones was the villain from the OG um, RoboCop. He was Red Foreman, dude. Yes, yes. <laughs> Good memory. Yeah. Uh, so this is the young version of him. So we're not getting the actor Red Foreman back. We're getting someone else playing Dick Jones. Um, someone else gets to get be Dick. But Dick Jones. Um, <laughs> what's interesting is they said. I was so excited. I'm like, RoboCop prequel, let's go. And they're like, you're going to love this RoboCop prequel that features zero RoboCop. So because it's a prequel, it's pre-RoboCop. Because you got to remember the yeah. first RoboCop movie was like, well, what happens if we take this cool like robot technology we have now and stick inside of a shot-up police officer, officer? And then we get RoboCop, you know? Instead, we're going to get Dick Jones at the beginning of his career starting to build his like military robot army that he was trying to do. So it's, I don't know. I'm not sure if this is something I'm going to get excited about, but it, it is coming. Who's asking for this? <laughs> <laughs> That's the real question. Who wants to see this movie? Who, who's, who's sitting there saying, you know what we need? We need more of the RoboCop franchise, but less of the RoboCop. Yeah. So is it going to be a villain movie? I guess. And do they still call it RoboCop? Do they use the word RoboCop if there's no RoboCop? Is it just called Robo? Because it's a prequel? <laughs> just call it Dick. Dick. Robo Dick. Oh my God. That'd probably sell. Yeah. Robo Dick, and it could feature the auto blow or something. Yeah. That would be the one thing that could defeat it and pull out all of its power. Yeah. In the very end, they, they like Voltron together to, be, to become like the robot massager or something. <laughs> so funny okay (laughs) moving on on to my final story my final story is a real good news story the kind of thing that's going to make your marvel pants tight uh thor chris hemsworth uh, has said today breaking news now by the time you guys hear it it won't be breaking anymore that's the problem with an unlive podcast it would have been breaking if you're listening right now uh chris hemsworth has uh come out and said that 
Thor Love and Thunder is not, is not his last attempt to be or his last time being Thor. That he is excited to play Thor a few more times past that. So we're going to get Thor still. You know, a lot of these Avenger guys, they're all like, like Robert Downey Jr. He's like, I'm done. And I think maybe even um, uh, Captain, not uh, Captain America. He's like Chris, Chris, which Chris is it again that plays Captain America? Chris he wants to say Pine. Is that right? Evans. 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 Chris Evans, I think, is done. Um, so it's excited that Thor, who's one of the OG Avengers, is still he's still sticking around. Well, because you know people love him. Who doesn't love him? But everybody loved. Who didn't love Robert Downey Jr. as Iron Man? Oh, everybody. He's like the greatest. Yeah. Well, so that doesn't well, mean that the actor doesn't love doing it. To be fair, maybe fair. maybe uh, Chris Hensworth's like, I want to continue being Thor because there's only one good Thor. <laughs> You know, so the other two doesn't count. So this is like his his first debut of Thor. That way he has like two, three more. And it's okay. I like that. That's a good theory. So you're what you're saying is he he is an actor realized that the first two Thor movies were hot trash, and that it wasn't until Taika Waititi took over. Yeah. With the uh, Ragnarok that it got good. So right. he's realized I really like this version of Thor because it's more funny. He gets to show his comedic chops. Right. Yeah, no, I like that. So, um, good news, Marvel fan. We're getting more Thor. And fun fact. Yeah. Um, old, old boy Eric owns all the Thor movies. <laughs> I do. Only because, yeah. Ren, I, after I complained about how much I hated the, <laughs> the first one, this fool kept buying them for me for Christmas. <laughs> I've only actually purchased Ragnarok myself. But, uh, yeah, this this guy... And he thinks he's hilarious, and so I do. In fact, I ran into it because uh, a little behind the scenes of old boy, I, I remodeled my living room, and I was putting up this new like wooden wall feature that has like floating shelves, and it's really dope. Turned out super good. Right. But I removed the old TV console thing out of there, and so I had to pull all those movies out and put them in a bin for now because I didn't have any room on the floating shelves. And I'm like, oh, Thor movies, I found them. So I just saw those literally last weekend nice not, i didn't see them i didn't sit down and watch them but i still seem for some reason i haven't been able to get rid of them i still have them <laughs> yeah i didn't buy you part three because that one was too good <laughs> that one well i got that one myself i do yeah. actually own part three it is pretty good so uh yeah that's all i have unless you have any other amazing uh, hot takes before we sign off uh, i might get off and go watch the boys because it is friday oh yeah nice yeah that's right. Everybody go watch The Boys. You can also go binge uh, Raised by Wolves. So something to do, even though it's because uh, it's hazardous outside, I recommend all Oregonians, you stay inside and watch TV. And uh, shout out to my wife. Going to have a, my one-year anniversary. Congratulations. Well, yeah. This is when you add the applause effect. Nice. Congratulations. Yeah, that's it for me. That's it? Okay. Well, with that, we will bid you all adieu, and we will see you on the flippity flip. Bye. Show me what you got.